Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Welcome into another edition of Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into the podcast with Matt Starkey and myself to talk investing, finance, and retirement. And we're going to look at retirement planning from a psychologist's point of view this section on the podcast, or this time on the podcast, I should say. Uh, we've got an article here that we're going to we'll post in the show notes so you folks can check it out as well. It is the Psychological Investment in Retirement article uh, from a licensed professional counselor named Kate Schroeder of Psychology Today. And really, we're just going to kind of touch on the aspects of the big change that is retirement, because it is a big mental change, Matt. Often, I think many people think about this, and we, we're all concerned with the X's and the O's. We're all concerned with the math, right, the money. Uh, but there's some mental hurdles to get over as well. And as a professional, you see this day in and day out. So that's the topic today. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark. There is a mental hurdle just getting into this podcast today, and I got to have my coffee, you know. <laughs> well, that's a good one, too. So psychologically be all here. So That's no, right. I'm doing well. Um, we are rolling into September here and um, the beginning of the fall season is upon I us. I know, right? Football and, yep. football and apples and pumpkin spice. Oh, geez. <laughs> Play pumpkin spice style. That's a whole nother show on the mental aspect of that. I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy, but my uh, my daughter made some pumpkin cookies with chocolate chips in them the other day. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, pretty good. They were very good. Yeah. Of course, anytime you get hot, fresh cookies, uh, you know. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's always good, good. I saw I saw a little meme that said tacos are always better than pumpkin spice. You want to fight me over it? And I was like, I- I'll, I'll go with that. I'll take I'll take a taco <laughs> over pumpkin spice any day. But I will not eat a pumpkin spice taco. <laughs> no, I would not eat a pumpkin spice taco. That is disgusting sounding. But yeah, hey, we're yeah. getting weird. Uh, so let's let's talk about this article for a minute. You know, we, we always yeah. talk about the money side, right? And as yep. I kind of teed this up, there's a there's a big mental hurdle to retirement for many people. Now, some people are totally mentally prepared, man. They can't wait. They're ready. They make the transition without a problem. But a lot of people do struggle with kind of that uh, letting go of the their I suppose their old self. For many people, and this is the I've got some key points here. And again, like I said, we're going to post the article in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. It's an interesting read for sure. Um, but here's some of the kind of the key points to analyze. So few people really consider the consequences of walking away from the routine, right? And for many people, Matt, especially if you've been working at one of the big three for 40 years or something like that, it's almost like this is who I am. It defines me. And when they switch to retirement, sometimes people struggle. They feel a little lost. Yeah, they sure do. Um, Mark, well, I was just having a conversation about this, actually. And um, some friends had one of the gentlemen worked his whole life. And the wife was a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and, and, and wife. But um, what they're finding is that, you know, her her opinion is he sh- he should have never retired. He should have at least uh, wound down and ex- stayed in involved a couple days a week, you know, because of the the whole psychological thing. And you know, um, you lose a little bit of that sharpness sometimes too. So um, in their case, he he's kind of um, it's brought on some sometimes a forgetfulness. And you know, he used to be a the the CEO and really sharp sharp guy with a, with all these things and all of a sudden hmm. uh kind of look and ended up losing a little bit of the grip on numbers and different things like that well, so people do have that um, fear when they retire that they may like if they don't have something to do they may start to lose themselves and mentally physically all that stuff 
Yeah, it is a big fear. And um, it, it it's reality for some folks, too. So I think retirement, when we talk about that, um, means different things for different people. And some people want to kind of like semi-retire or be able to, be able to do the things they want to do when they want to do them. And uh, instead of always having to, uh, you know, not, not necessarily punch the clock every day, but um, just they're able to relax, enjoy life a little bit more and um, do the things that they saved up their, you know, all these retirement funds they put away mm-hmm. um, and have a little bit more of a lifestyle that is more enjoyable, a little less work. But yeah. some people, some people choose to n- not fully retire. And, yeah. and so that is a big thing. The consequence of walking away from the job Definitely, um, it can be a, a hurdle for people to get over. So, we're, we'll talk today about some things you can do to uh, mentally prepare for that. And some people can't wait; <laughs> they just can't wait to get out. Oh, absolutely! And, um, yeah, and so there's the other side of that too. But um, yeah, when you think about that retirement, you know, I I, I think about going to like a a, a shipyard or where there's where's a where there's a vessel that's been closed and now it's a museum, right? Right. And yeah. um, you look at the look at the engine and you go, wow, this thing has cranked out the horsepower for how many years? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's you know it's dry dock now and it's a museum and it no longer has the is serving the purpose that it served all those years. It's kind of sad in a way, but at the same time. Well, wow, that's um, heavy, Matt. I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, but um, we're talking about the psychology. No, that's no, it's very. But, it's a great point. It's a great analogy. Yeah, but also, you know, with that ship, you know, being turned into something now that you know you can go back and look. It's and got say, a wow, new purpose. Like, it's got a new purpose, yeah. and there's some amazing things that have happened over the years. And I think the the perspective of this whole retirement thing is really you've got to you've got to go there mentally, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, and you you've got to have purpose after you retire. Well, that's a good point because she says, uh, the author says that the research shows the number one thing retirees struggle with struggle with on the mental side is finding something consistent and lasting that has some meaning to it. And you and I have talked before many times about retiring to something, not just from something because, you know, yeah, you may want to take, you may take a couple of months off when you first retire and be like, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing nothing, right? But eventually, I think humans need structure. And so if you have something that retire to, that's going to help with a lot of those mental hurdles. It is. You know, I think life has gone so fast in recent years that there's a lot of noise out there. I was listening to a, actually an interview with Mr. Rogers, of all people. You know, He's actually uh, a very from, smart guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and he says his big fear factor here was that Americans have become so um, intrigued by the noise that it's almost hard for them to to handle the silence. And oh, it's almost yeah. hard. It's almost hard nowadays to find the silence and to find the reflection time. Yep. And, and so, think about when he said that, that wasn't exactly new. That was a while back and it's only was, gotten yeah, worse. Like more than 20 years ago. Right. So, it, and now we have the the phone where you, you know, the kids get out of school or yeah. you get out of work and you're on your phone, you're checking. I, yep. I, I think the cell media. phone is, I think it's the greatest and the worst thing we've come up with. Because it, yeah. it's so powerful and it has the ability to do so much, but in the wrong hands, which is most of our hands, I think it's just it's a terrible tool. It just causes too many problems. Yeah, I, it does. And so what it does, I think, is that it keeps people constantly in contact in reach uh, with something or somebody right. or even well, nobody, it, but it just just noise. Noise. You know? Yeah, it seems like constantly wound up is the state we stay in right now, right? Yeah. You know, you're you're checking it to see. You know, you're almost checking it to see what's the next thing that's going to tick you off or make you nervous or you know. Right. I mean? So 
yeah, exactly. And and I think almost it's it's a it's a detriment to to people retiring. And so Peace one of the mind. things I think mm-hmm. you'll find that some retirees are um, retire and they're alone. And um, it, if you're used to that office, busy office, maybe mm-hmm. or right. maybe uh, on the job, just kind of manually grunting and working it out. Sitting there alone for a large chunk of the day can be really, um, it can be a, a challenge, you know, as far as our emotional state. So I, oh, I yeah. encourage people to, when when you're reaching retirement, it's a good time to embrace the person that you want to be and start to enjoy the things you've always wanted to. If you want to take in a baseball game or if you want to go see a famous singer or or an actor or actress, you know, this might be a good time to say, Hey, you know what? I don't have to be tied to this job anymore. And I want my, it could be a bucket list or it just, just your to-do list. It's a way to stay busy, but do it on a, on a much lower schedule. Um, and I embrace, I encourage people to embrace that time of getting to know themselves and taking time for reflection, even while you're working will help you to realize that, if I can shut off the phone, if I can shut off the noise of of everything else in life, and just and just enjoy getting out, uh, sometimes a good trip or a nature nature style trip um, or a hike or something like that is is a good time to reflect on those things and and realize the person who you want to be and and what kind of things that's going to involve in your retirement. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good points on here. You know, she talks about taking a break, um, you know, and I kind of mentioned that a little bit. Some people kind of view the the initial time off or the break uh, as stressful if they don't have something to go towards, right? So that's certainly a good play, uh, piece to go. But I'd like to kind of turn the conversation now, uh, Matt, to a bit more of your practice and, and you and what you've seen. And there's some other interesting points that she makes as well. And again, you check out the article, folks, if you'd like to. But how have you seen clients? Do you see people come in that are a bit of both. Some that come in that are totally mentally prepared and they're you know ready for retirement and they've thought about some of the transition. Or do you see more that have come in that have really thought through, they're just looking at the money, right? And they're not really thinking about the hurdle that it is uh, being home together every day. That's another one, right? That's another mental hurdle. Have, what do you see in your practice? <laughs> yeah, being home together all of a sudden is something that's new for people. Um, I think this COVID work from home kind of got people a little bit more used a to that bit, yeah. type of thing. But um, no, I see for a, ma- a large majority um, of retirees, what I see is people that have put in their time, they are looking forward to doing something different, living life and um, really want to really want to take time and enjoy things, whether that's grandkids, um, whether that is, um, you know, enjoying that time away with their spouse, doing some traveling sometimes, um, or the or the single person as, as well. Uh, so I, I see a lot of a majority of people that really really enjoy retirement. In fact, uh, we was talking with somebody the other day, and they were just like, "Yeah, I've been out now twenty five years, and I don't miss it one bit." So there's a there's a positive to it too, um, because we have that ability to create wealth and to. Um, direct it so that we can design. It's kind of like the American dream. We can design uh, a lifestyle, thankfully, that we have enough wealth that we can actually stop working and and not be dependent on other people to a large degree and really take that time and enjoy some of the finer things in life. Okay. Um, All right. So what about clients struggling with the transition? You know, any kind of tips that you've seen or or any... uh, 
maybe a, a client that you watched move through that process and you thought, hey, that's a really good way of doing that. Anything you could kind of share with the listeners? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, so there's uh, somebody who was working in an office environment recently and um, she reti- decided to retire, um, delayed it a- about a year from where she originally was thinking, um, and then kind of realized um, through the retirement process, they really did enjoy working with the people that they worked with. Um, not so much that they wanted to be at work. They kind of felt like they were they were uh, not offering as much because it was a younger group coming in. But um, some of the, the sadness of, of leaving the office um, was a struggle for her to really get her, get her arms around and what am I going to do now? What am I going to do for fun? So um, her outlet has has gotten involved in a group through the church that she belongs to, and um, so she she does some things with other ladies that are her age and in this group, and um, that seems to really provide a lot of a lot of emotional support and some mm-hmm. friends new new friendships, and um, and then also um, getting together and doing some things outside the home physically. Uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of people love this pickleball now. <laughs> it's man, it is all the rage lately. It is all the rage. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's spreading too. So I got to be careful. I had a client that just uh, recently broke a shoulder though. Oh no. <laughs> took Ouch. Took a fall on pickleball. Oh no. <laughs> but um, no, I think the, with, with that struggle though, um, really trying to adapt and find new useful things to do that um, make you feel fulfilled. Yeah. And um, for her, it's engagement with other people mm-hmm. um, doing, sometimes it's a volunteer activity. It actually emotionally is a, is a lift to yeah. your, Good points. Too. Good points. So, yeah. did you did you intentionally or have you intentionally included some of this, if you will, softer side uh, of planning into your normal process? Is this something you kind of never really expected? Uh, I always think about this from the from the advisor standpoint as well. It's like, hey, I'm I'm a maybe I'm a very analytical person. I'm all about the the numbers, right? Uh, and then you realize through working with your practice and working with people that you've got to kind of adapt these other things into your process when you're working with folks because it is a big piece of it. Is it something you ever thought about or planned on, or have you just kind of naturally pulled it into it? No, I, um, I intentionally get emotional with people when it comes to their money. Um, and these things in life are very emotional things. Yep. Okay. And, um, when, when I sit down for that first interview with somebody, um, we're, we're normally getting, I'm, I'm normally getting uh, a feeling for what emotions are driving them to sit in front of me right now. And I, I always ask, what's the biggest problem that we can solve? You know, I, if you don't have issues, which everybody has issues, right? Our goal is to uncover those issues, to tie an emotion to the issues because it causes you to not be able to sleep at night. And if you can't sleep at night, we need to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also we, we, we do tie in these emotions. And a lot of times we're more holistic in, the, in our practice. We're not just talking about the money all the time. So I'm talking about your beneficiaries. I'm talking about how are the decisions you're making now going to impact your children? Let's say um, if you have, uh, and, and and granted, I talk to a lot of people that have trouble <laughs> with from one child or another, mm-hmm, and right. uh, at times they think about disinheriting or, or, or oh treat, wow treating that tr- child in a different fashion. Um, but I always bring this back around and just because of experience of what we see, you know, do you yeah. really want to leave children different, you know, amounts of, uh, of inheritance based on these things that, because, you know, you're leaving that child a psychological issue to deal with for the rest of their lives. So 
um, through some of the through some of these emotions, you know, they really do surround our money and they affect everything that we do with our money. So whether it's giving or not giving, um, and where we spend our money and who we spend it on, that's all tied to your emotions. And so if you realize that, if you can sit back and realize, Hey, my emotions drive pretty much everything that I do in relation to my money, Mm -hmm. then we can be healthy. Number one, and we can assign purpose number two to our money. And then we can accomplish the things, the, even the little things. I said, if you if your money has purpose, you can make the smallest $1 count in your life by assigning purpose to your money. So my true purpose for money is love, and I can let my money be an expression of love to other okay. people. And, nice. And yeah. So that so we, we, we definitely get involved in the emotions because emotions play a part in buying that new vehicle or emotions play a part in panic or or what I want to do for my kids for a wedding or saving up for this, that, or the other thing. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Well, you know, so we'll, we'll finish off with this here, folks. So, you know, just like saving money, the earlier you can start with the transition, thinking about the, the mental aspects of going into retirement, the better, right? So you've got more time to work on it. Maybe engage with some psychological growth before retirement, and it'll help you find hopefully a deeper, you know, meaning in your, in your retirement, in those golden years, and, and just take the time to invest in your own personal, in your own self. It's, you know, it's the money's important, but again, you got to think about what's going to also make you feel fulfilled in retirement as well. So that's the show this week. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Mondays with Matt. If you'd like to check out that article, again, check the show notes. We'll put it in there as well. There'll be a link to it, and you can just click on that and go check that out. And of course, as always, if you've got questions, reach out to Matt. Don't forget to subscribe to us here on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Find it all at his website, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's how you can get in touch with him or click on the podcast page, whatever you'd like to do. Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Com. Matt, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We uh, hope you have a, a wonderful week upcoming and look forward to the next podcast with you. If you have any questions and you'd like to have us address, definitely give us an email or give us a call and let us know what those are. Um, we'd love to hit on topics that are of interest to you. And definitely uh, don't forget to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Um, we really appreciate that. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. Yep. We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.